Hello, one and all, and welcome to the 357th episode of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on September 13th, 2021. Is anything new with you guys since we spoke for an hour, 16 hours ago? Uh, um, it's the day of the programmer. What? What? Which sounds fucking weird. Yeah, is, that does. It's not like programmer day. It it's is the day. day of the programmer. Yeah, no, that's a Sicario 3 day of the programmer. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a video game title. Right? No, no it's, it sounds almost like a, a religious event. Like the programmer is the name of some nerd religion's god. Like it the, is, the creator. It is officially recognized in Russia. Yeah. Like it's a Russian holiday. <laughs> The day of the programmer. <laughs> they also have Chinese programming. Programmer's day. I do. I do love this Wikipedia lead in. Uh, apparently it's on the 256th day of the year, which actually means that it's affected by leap years. So already doing this a dumb way, programmers, but whatever. Yeah, what? Uh, the number okay, 250. What? Yeah. Never mind. Sorry, right. you were about to bring it up. You're about to go into it. Uh, the number 256 was chosen because it is the number of a distinct is the number of distinct values that can be represented with a byte, a value known to programmers and only programmers. They are the only ones who can comprehend what a byte is. I didn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I bet you. <laughs> more people than you might think have literally zero idea. Yeah about any when, of that when stuff. Ryan's like you guys know why it's the 256th day of the year I was like I, I don't <laughs> but now I do yeah I mean it's all yeah 256 and multiples of it are across all forms of storage and digital information of you know like a gigabyte is not technically a thousand megabytes mm-hmm. it's a thousand twenty four megabytes because that's the yeah you know multiple of 256 which comes from a byte and mega versus uh, Mila and yeah, all that stuff. I also I also love the final sentence. Uh, two fifty six is also the highest power of two. That is less than three hundred sixty five. The number of days in a common year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, it's totally irrelevant. No, no, it has well, to because otherwise it'd be ten twenty four, and they'd only have a day of the programmer every mm. four years or so. <laughs> Maybe that's all they deserve. Yeah, a day every four years. <laughs> programmers, Damn. maybe that's it. Russian not being not hard workers. Russian programmers in particular, they they only get a day every four years. I the Tetris guy, he gets a day every year. Everybody else, one every four. There's probably a Tetris day. Ooh, that's that's got to be a holiday. Also, it was signed by Dmitry Medvedev and not Putin. Oh. Because it was during that weird period where Putin was like, look, I'm not president anymore. Yeah, even though he was clearly in control. And- yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if this was the one thing that Putin let Medvedev actually have autonomy on. It's like, look, man, if you really want to do this shit, I'll let you do it. Like, this will be your one. <laughs> I- Everything else is all me, baby. Is Putin, like, still maybe dying, or was that rumor disproven? I've heard anything about it since those first reports came out. Yeah, wasn't Kim Jong-un also dead? 
Like, well, Kim, Kim Jong-un was definitely ill and was like a thousand percent being treated for something. And then the CIA was like, we think there's a good chance he's just fucking dead. And then like a couple weeks later, he like made an appearance. Like, I guess not. <laughs> I guess he's probably not dead. That was probably the living body of Kim Jong-un. Not like, the reanimated corpse of Kim Jong-un. <laughs> or, or just, like, the living body of someone that looks like him. One of his supposed doubles. Um, North Korea just fucking gets really good at deep fakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, North Korean programmers, they get a day every year. Uh, so I did look it. I did look Tetris Day up, and they're trying to make it a thing in the worst way possible. The head of this article, uh, the the title of this article on Tetris.com, celebrate World Tetris Day with G Fuel's new Tetris Blast energy drink. Hell yes! Uh, and while you're at it, grab the Alpha Brain, <laughs> like all that weird shit. <laughs> Um, opening paragraph, New York, June 6th, 2021. We missed it, unfortunately. In celebration of the Tetris brand's 37th birthday on World Tetris Day, Tetris G- brands. <laughs> G Fuel, the official energy drink of esports, today announced it has teamed up with the Tetris Company, Inc. to drop a Tetramino of deliciousness, Tetris, trademark, Blast. There you go. Can you play Tetris on Tetris.com? Ooh. Or do they still think their IP has, like, value and they try to, like, make you buy Tetris? I don't know. Because you can, you can play Tetris. Yeah. Anywhere. On anything. I feel like that's a missed opportunity if they don't just have some basic version of Tetris on their I, website. Tetris.com, free online game, play Tetris. Um. Yeah. Am I the only one that, for some reason, thought G Fuel was a Gatorade brand? Oh, no. I thought G Fuel was like a Gatorade energy drink. They were doing that marketing for a while, right? Where it was just like G? Oh, Gatorade is still just... Yeah, Yeah, they still use like G as like their branding. But yeah, no, like I've, I've said this a million times before. I've been around since like literally the birth of Twitch. So yeah, no, I... G Fuel has been a part of my life for a decade, whether I've liked it or not. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking Dude, drink G Fuel, man. You're if you drink G Fuel and you use your oh fuck, what were those things called? They were like little you stuck them onto the ends of your uh Joy Cons and they would like increase the precision of your aim or some shit. And, oh, uh, like are were they like flatter pads for your joysticks or something? They weren't flatter, no. They oh. were just they just made them longer so that you could be more precise. Oh. Like and if you use that and drink your G fuel and uh you know, do uh, buy this $200 controller that has paddles on the back, which now is like a common <laughs> like first what's it called for primary market, I don't know, whatever. Like, now they just make those. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to buy them aftermarket at all. Then then you, too, can be a, a semi-professional Call of Duty player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, 
I was listening to a podcast a while ago where a bunch of grizzled 30, 40-something uh, games journalists tried G Fuel. It's all bad. There's not a good G Fuel flavor, according to them. I don't no, know if I've ever taste. had a... Yeah. It's for that fucking edge, man. Yeah. And you're chasing that edge so that you can be the best pro gamer boy you can be. It, it moves your heart rate into a range where your body thinks that it might be shutting down, <laughs> and so it uh, introduces a bunch of cortisol into your bloodstream, making you super fucking good at gaming. Hell yeah. I made that up, but <laughs> I can see I it being on, on their marketing. Yeah. No, it's... I don't think it's for anything taste-wise. But... Yeah. So the original G Fuel had 150 milligrams of caffeine, which is a little bit less than something like Red Bull or Monster Energy. But the new cans have 300 milligrams, which is a lot more, according to this Wikipedia article at least, a lot more than the other shit. I mean, you guys both worked like manual labor slash you know like difficult yeah. jobs where you're on your feet a lot and they sucked as a job like yeah i when i was working there were a lot of coworkers that took literal caffeine pills like just straight hits of caffeine directly into their bloodstream i don't know if you guys ever ran into that but yeah like that's pretty standard i guess um when I was in high school working those jobs, everyone drank energy drinks. They mostly just drank Monster. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in college, everyone just drank a fuck ton of coffee. You know, if you work in a restaurant that has an espresso machine, everyone's just constantly pouring themselves shot of, shots and shots and shots of espresso. I was really hoping you were going to say just drank a bunch of Adderall. Yeah. I, when yeah, you said college, I was like, this could go two ways. <laughs> crushed it up, boiled it. Turned it into fucking crack, and then liquefied it again. <laughs> Drank it. <laughs> Turned it into crack. It's fucking smoking Adderall. Um, this news is going to make me feel less bad about the two cups of coffee I have every morning. I think I'm doing fine, actually. What's your definition of fine? I don't know. I That shit fucks with me, man. I, I That's the main reason that I don't really do caffeine is when i hear people that are like yeah no i gotta have my four cups of coffee every morning and i can uh then i can write an email it's like (laughs) fuck like that really doesn't sound like a problem to you at all you can say that sentence while like (laughs) having like a light-hearted chuckle about it like that's that sounds like a severe problem (laughs) that if it were any drug other than caffeine like you would be hearing from all your friends and family about how you have a serious problem. I I think, God, and maybe, (laughs) okay, this could be interpreted as an attic covering, definitely, but uh, for me, it's more of like a psychic ritual at this point. Like, wake up, cup of coffee, start the day, fire off a couple emails. Yeah, that sounds exactly like an addict (laughs) covering. I don't even need, like, the caffeine. It's just, like, I, okay. it's just what I do in the morning. Like. So, like, as has been documented on this podcast, I don't, because apparently I No, drink... you weaned yourself off slowly. Yeah. No, yeah. I went cold turkey because I got decaf by mistake when I first moved out to Los Angeles. I was clean for, like, two months, uh, two weeks, That's what and I'm I was Yeah, totally you're fine. describing it as being clean. 
but, moved out to Los Angeles. You probably felt really shitty for a few days and were like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe it's allergies. It's a brand new city, yada, yada, yada. Oh, I drove a long time. I'm pretty wiped out. I remember you saying I'm pretty wiped out from the trip. Like, I don't know, man. It seems like there was a lot of cover for your withdrawal. And then you weaned yourself off it successfully and were like, all right. Now I feel great in the morning because I've been off caffeine for a while. And then you forcefully you right re-addicted yourself. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my guess as to what actually went down. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, if it's so easy, then just go ahead and do it. What? Just quit. You don't need it. Drink decaf. I, how, you can I, get decaf that tastes the same. What's the point? What's the point of right. Me You're like exactly I correct. like coffee. What is the point? I like the taste of coffee. I have coffee as I want it. Like some people do like to drink coffee. They're like, mmm, this warm cup of coffee or this cold cup of coffee and the other flavors that accompany it are good and I enjoy it. But I really try to, you know, not let myself be like, oh man. I'm really tired this morning. I can't function unless I have this coffee. I've tried to be very careful about that because otherwise I'm going to end up like those business executives that you see in your office that that are constantly going back and forth of like, yeah, no, I'm on cup number seven. Don't fucking talk to me. I am a psychopath. (laughs) I An espresso machine in the office. Yeah. And they've made two cups, and you've only been in this meeting with them for 30 minutes. I it's love not like I've fun. never had more than one cup of coffee a day. Like, there there are, there are have been days in the past couple of weeks where I've been like, yeah, yeah, this is a two-cupper, maybe even a three-cupper kind of day. Like, a lot going on, and I'm just really tired. But a lot, I'd say more than half the days I don't drink any coffee. And if I do, I usually have maybe a cup, like a small cup of coffee. Because okay, it is so, super addictive. It's good, but it's super addictive. Okay, so you guys have never smoked pot because that's a gateway to heroin, right? Okay. Marijuana is scientifically proven to be non-habit. Oh, okay, I see. So when it's a cool drug that you guys are into, it's like, mm, no, there's no going overboard with this. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You need no, literally no, no. science says this. No, no, no. Like, I am literally you, following. Both of you need to science. shut the fuck up. <laughs> Because Lucas just said that, you know, you're talking about gateway drugs. Both Ryan and I are talking about drinking a lot of caffeine is a gateway to drinking a ton of caffeine. Yeah, I don't think we ever made a connection to any harder drug. Uh, no, it's caffeine. just caffeine you guys is are addictive saying you have to be super and it's careful easy to drinking. get t- tied to it. Yeah, we're saying you have to be super dr- careful drinking multiple cups of coffee a day because before you know it, you'll be drinking more and more cups of coffee a day because that is a documented scientific effect called building up tolerance to a drug <laughs> that makes you need more and more and more to get the same effect. All of this, all of what we're saying is based on literal science. Mm-hmm. That is the difference. I- if you don't want to see it that way, that's fine. But like, I, you guys are framing this in such a way where, unless you are my minutely monitoring your caffeine intake, you're gonna go overboard with this. It's just inevitable. Do you ever get for headaches? Me, two cups of coffee a day is overboard. By the way. Like, for me personally, if I found myself needing two cups, two cups of coffee a day, that would be overboard. I would not be okay with that. I like I'm saying, it's different for every person. 
a lot of people think there's no problem with drinking like six shots of espresso every day. Like they think that's cool and that's totally normal. I think we could all agree that might be a bit of an issue, like and that we don't really know what's going down there when you're going that hard on the caffeine. Like, I'll also, there's, so there's a gray area is all I'm saying, I guess. I'll okay. also say two cups of coffee doesn't sound like too much. Except you have frequently described yourself as addicted to caffeine and that in you college. had a caffeine addiction and then weaned yourself off of it and then intentionally re-addicted yourself to caffeine. <laughs> yeah, it is rare in like people who are self-admitted addicts to relapse and be like really cool about the fact that they've relapsed. Yeah. Like <laughs> You talked about how great you felt after having that first cup of real caffeinated coffee because you didn't have a tolerance for it anymore. And then instead of being like, oh man, I can just have this sometimes and feel a huge boost when I need it. Or I can just get rid of that <laughs> and create a tolerance all over again. Look, man, addiction is not a, like, moral failure as much as the United States government wants to make it out to be. Like, it is literally science and chemistry. Like, yeah, caffeine addictions are not nearly as harmful as pretty much any other addiction. Like, they're they're not great. It's not great to be addicted to any substance, but 100% if you're going to be addicted to one, yeah, probably caffeine is the one that, like, has the least amount of side effects and the far and away most culturally acceptable form of addiction. Uh, yeah. Like, it is it is what it is, man. All right. I, I hope you two enjoy the view from your moral high ground. Once again, don't think I have any. Huh? Like, there's, there's no moral failure in being addicted to any substance. It has nothing to do with you as a human being, like, or anyone who is addicted to anything. Like, we just don't want you is, to feel bad. It is simply a, a chemical addiction that uh, results in what the product was intended to do. Okay. The, the, if, if a coffee executive was presented with someone who has a severe addiction to caffeine, they'd be like, fucking lit, dude. <laughs> That's it. That's what we did. High fives, baby. Mm-hmm. I, but how it's not we... like an opioid crisis type thing where like the... the people that own the companies are like desperately trying to hide some sort of like national epidemic of caffeine overdoses like the the health effects of caffeine addiction are long-term issues that don't just fucking shut down your organs the same way that like regular other drugs would regular drugs regular drugs regular drugs like like black tar heroin fucking uh, ice methamphetamines (laughs) yeah you know, those are, those are your regular mill drugs. Yeah, those are the ones you encounter every day. Is speed just meth, or is speed different than meth? Speed is a methamphetamine. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought speed was an amphetamine, but not meth. Yes, yeah, well, yeah, you're, yeah, that's oh, okay. true. Methamphetamine is a kind of amphetamine. Speed is the chemical amphetamine. Oh, amphetamine, okay. Yeah. Yeah, actually, now that th- speed's just pills. Now that I think about it. Yeah. yeah. Speed's pills, baby. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Speed pills. <laughs> if we can't keep this pill bottle <laughs> above 60 miles per hour, 
don't even fucking. So like, I can't even finish my own improv bit there. What, what are my? You going? know, we need to keep this pill bottle at least seventy-five percent empty at all times. What but people are just putting more pills in the bottle. <laughs> if the bottle ever gets full, you die. Oh, people got to be taking pills. Yeah. But there's a, a faucet that's filling it up with pills a la Mad Max Fury Road. No, it's just water. your truck dealer. Oh, your dealer's just a really chill person who's constantly re- re-upping you. Yeah. And if your bottle gets empty, he kills you? <laughs> or bottle gets full, he kills you? Yeah. I don't get what you're not yeah. understanding. I mean, yeah, I'm struggling with the concept here. Yeah. I don't, that's fine as long as it's not caffeine like whoever's on the other end of that pill funnel is fine i guess uh i think i've maybe mentioned this before but i always think it's funny thinking back to this medical study that i read a long time ago where they were trying to determine like the health effects of long-term caffeine usage so they they were giving people an iv drip they thought that was the best way to like see in a vacuum like regardless of metabolism through like stomach and food and all that kind of stuff what the effects would be except someone fucked up and move a decimal point over two places so instead of three milligrams of caffeine they were or no instead of 30 milligrams of caffeine they were giving them like 3,000 milligrams of caffeine in the iv drip and all the people needed to get blood transfusions immediately yeah Yeah. organs shut down that is a lethal dose how 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 did they get that much caffeine in the iv i don't know man because it's a it's a powder they're Uh, using like just concentrated the chemical caffeine and mixing it into a solution with like an iv drip and i think someone saw like 30.00 yeah milligrams and just Saw three zeros. Yeah. Yeah. And just fucking almost killed all these people. Hey, this IV drip you have in me, kind of thick. Yeah. Holy shit, I feel great. Shortly followed by, I don't feel good. (laughs) And now I feel really bad. Followed by silence. Nurses are literally like the foundation of our broken ass healthcare system, like they literally hold everything together. That being said, they're human beings mm-hmm. and like just don't have the same training as medical doctors. If the pandemic has taught us anything, like isn't uh, isn't the vax rate with nurses still weirdly low? Yeah, yeah, it's higher than the national average, but definitely not high enough to where I feel yeah. comfortable like yeah. trusting a nurse's medical opinion. Like just. As fact, mm-hmm. like this is this is not a statement about. This is not like an indictment of nurses. I'd say the nursing population of the United States is very representative of the whole population, because it's it's not a specific subset of like college educated people or people from cities or people of a specific race. Like I think it's very uh, demographically representative. Meaning, a good chunk of nurses are fucking terrible. <laughs> Just awful. 
Yeah. No hero worship, man. Yeah. There are there are plenty of heroes that are nurses. Plenty of them aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Just look at uh, some of the issues that Black Americans face mm. in our healthcare system and how a lot of it's coming from nurses, like more than their fair share. Because mm-hmm. yeah, generally, if you're a doctor, there, there's plenty of issues with doctors too. But if you're a doctor, you went to a lot more training and a lot more medical education. Yeah. Not uh, anyone who still believes in race normalization is oof. Yeah. <laughs> Big fucking oofs. Yeah, no. I'm a redhead, so I need more fucking drugs. <laughs> You're black, you don't. <laughs> oh boy. What? <laughs> That's like a real No, thing no, no, now. I know. That was my would have been my reaction. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. On that sombering note, thank you all so much for turning into this intervention. Intervention. I, <laughs> Lucas, we care about you. Your intervention first started affecting me 15 minutes ago when you compared it to weed. Uh, I, you have a problem. <laughs> I need you to get some help. <laughs> I just- I'm going to make myself a cup of Earl Grey tea as a little pick-me-up this afternoon. I don't got think oh, you guys fine. want to make it. That's fine. Oh, tea is fine. Tea? No, oh, tea is... well, okay. No, you didn't mention tea. That's classy. Tea is... That's not yeah, bean no, juice. That's, that's exactly. plant powder. Uh... Yeah, tea is like drinking wine. You can't be an alcoholic <laughs> if you're drinking wine. It's <laughs> like, good shit. Well, except, yeah, I mean... I'd say it's more like uh, tea is like beer. You can you can have alcoholic beer like most people. You can have non-alcoholic beer like a fucking weirdo. And lots of people do that. Lots of people drink non-caffeinated tea. Most people don't. <laughs> most people drink caffeinated tea. There's got to be non-alcoholic wine. It's called it's grape juice. Fruit juice, yeah. It's not though. It's different. It tastes different. Wine fucking sucks. Grape juice is delicious. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, there are a lot of advertisements for non alcoholic wine. Damn. That's probably fucked, right? There's like, no way it tastes good. I f- but the reason people would be drinking it is because they had a problem, and it feels like that yeah. might actually yeah. like activate some stuff that makes them I guess want the real thing. And yeah, I don't know. I guess growing up, yeah, my parents like at uh, barbecues and stuff. One of them would drink non-alcoholic beer because it's like a uh, social setting. You're drinking something while talking to people. Blah blah blah. Why? I don't know of any like soda wine get-togethers or whatever. So yeah, to me, that's where my brain goes to as well, Ryan. Like, yeah, what's think, going on here? Yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of in between what you guys are saying. I think it's like for people that need to scratch an itch. I'm taking the third side. <laughs> no, I mean... There are three people no, on this podcast. I The only people that I've ever known to drink non-alcoholic beer, and that's not saying that this is the only kinds of people that do it, but the only people I've known that drank alcoholic or non-alcoholic beer were alcoholics that like right. were just trying to normalize their life and being like, no, 
everything's fine, I'm drinking beer, I don't need alcohol, like, it's all good, you know, like, right. just trying to like, saying. keep themselves together. And so, in that regard, I think it's, I don't think it's exploiting them or harmful, because it is, it's kind of like an oral fixation, you know? If you found out that, like, the main producer of non-alcoholic beer was just Budweiser... No, I know that. Would you feel a little different? No, because... Doesn't it feel like they're they're trying to put them right back on that pipeline into drinking more of their products? I don't... I, maybe it's a conspiracy theory, no, but yeah, like, No, I, I don't buy that. I don't know, I really man. don't buy that. Wouldn't it be better to just drink something that has no resemblance to the thing you were addicted to? But that's the thing, is that, like, if you're an alcoholic and you're drinking a soda, you might be thinking the entire time, like, this is not beer... Thinking, thinking about beer, like, this is not beer. And then, if you're drinking a non-alcoholic beer, it might just kind of calm you down probably, a little bit. Probably thinking, this is not beer. <laughs> I know what I'm thinking if I'm drinking a soda instead of a beer. I'm trading one addiction for another. I'm just hooked on caffeine now. And sugar. Which is, Except, yeah, pretty fucking bad, too. Yeah, there are degrees. It's, it's kind of like how, like, when they, uh, if you have, like, an addict who's addicted to, like, heroin or meth, the first thing they usually do is get them addicted to smoking. And they're like, this is not good for you, but your brain is fucked and it needs to be addicted to something. So we're going to give you something that isn't remotely as harmful. It's bad. Couldn't, couldn't they do, like, nicotine patches or something then? Why Why all the harmful side okay, effects? Okay, like, yeah, they, they might give them Physically smoking. That, that's... It feels like they're like, here's a carton of cigarettes, baby. <laughs> Smoke five packs a day. Yeah, Mar- Marlboro is, is, is the biggest uh, funder of like uh, <laughs> anti-addiction clinics. Okay, hear me out on this one. Hear me out on this one. We start giving recovering addicts uh, gotcha mobile games. Get them hooked on that instead. <laughs> Gambling. You got to get all the waifus or cats. Good luck. Let's get them right into the fucking gambling world. Yeah. That's totally less harmful. <laughs> there uh, are degrees. If someone was hooked on heroin, I'm going to go ahead and say they were probably, to a pretty severe degree, addicted. So if you're just swapping that out for a severe gambling addiction, everything they own is going to be gone in months. But... Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. Including the heroin. Man. That'll that'll be gone. Can't be addicted to two things. Yeah. No, no, no. you get them to gamble away all of their heroin. Huh. It's a gotcha bitch moment. Or what if it works out and they double it? God, this is going on. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. They're just yeah. really good at blackjack. <laughs> Fuck. I've just Fuck. got so much heroin. I guess I'll just do all heroin. the heroin. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to episode 357 of the Quarantine Cast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Highlight clips there. Voluntary viewing at gmail.com. Questions and business opportunities. Act Blue Link to help a collection of great progressive causes. Support us on Patreon or through the Anchor Podcast platform. Follow us on Twitter for updates at V2 underscore podcast. And follow me on Twitter at LucasDeWriter to keep up with all of my writing. Goodbye and good luck, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>